Show number 95 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. So the microphones work. Working. That's always good. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have working microphones for a podcast. Yeah. Because it's not really It's visual. really one of the very few requirements. <laughs> you don't even have to have a topic, but you do. You do have to have, have the microphones. Mic. Okay. Well, here we are. But we so, have a topic. We, we have many topics, yes. I think. So let's start with something we haven't talked about for a while, um, just because, and that's the sex toy talk. Yay! So I got an email from uh, Libida, which is an online sex toy store, which I is, thought maybe is that great. was a friend of yours. No, no, it was just their newsletter. They send it out. And uh, the, uh, the, let me just see. The, the name of the email um, was enough to make me laugh, and I think it was... Um, why did it take so long for someone to invent this? Okay. <laughs> so, so when I saw that, I needed to click on it immediately to see what it was. So it says, um, greetings, fellow sensualists. As we all know, no two women are alike. And yet most sex toys come in only one immovable shape and standard sizing, hoping to accommodate the majority of women. So there's a new toy, and it's called the Bendy Clitifier, <gasps> which is a great name, by the way. Clitifier. Yes. Uh, it has a soft, pliable clitoral stimulator, which bends to seek out any clitoris, making this rabbit vibe a virtual treasure. So it looks like a rabbit pearl, mm-hmm. and it has the movable part, but you can move it all around. The, the, Is there a picture? Yeah, look, it's blue. It's beautiful oh. blue. And the little wiggly part in the front. Oh, my God. You can, you can have it up, so you can much move it fun all over the place. That. And I think this is a great idea because that is a problem with the rabbit pearl is that mm-hmm. you have to have it, like, you have to position the big part in just the right way to get the other part to be where you want it to yeah. be. Yeah. So this is a great idea. <gasps> I'm oh. And as they said, why did it take so long? Yeah. <laughs> How much is it? Um, let me click through and I'll tell you. It's got three speeds. It's waterproof. Ooh. Always a good thing. It's a dual vibrator. It's 50 bucks, which is not bad That's for that cheap. type. Yeah, like that. Oh, it's again though, and I figured this when you said waterproof. It's one of those controls on the yeah, which base is thing, kind of annoying. But that's the way they're all going. Yeah, we're just old-fashioned girls. It has five rows of reversible, rotating, non-jamming, synchronized beads. So that's good. So there's some beads. My beads in there. never jammed. <laughs> I never had that. Problem. An adult sex toy with infinite variety. See, it's infinite. Diversity in, in infinite, infinite combination. So that's what this is. That's what the bendy clitifier exactly. is. Exactly. It's a control pad with LED lights and an easy load battery case. I have no idea what that means. Um, three AA batteries, so it's a battery-operated one. And it's waterproof. And it's not hearing aid batteries, which is very good. No, no, no. It's good. Very cool. So I think that that's an, <gasps> pretty much an awesome thing that I could recommend. You know, oh, And it's even on sale at Libida. So it's normally $59.95, and they're selling it for $49.95. Hey, so shop early there you go so uh, you know maybe this christmas will be good times to you know invest in little treats and toys and things like yeah that. yeah you know if you're getting tired of, of your same old sex toys this would be a good choice this would be a good one to because as we all know the rabbit pearls are the nay plus ultra of the vibrator world <laughs> <laughs> okay talking about high and low culture there yeah i just kind of mix that all together all right. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, sex toy talk always good. Now um, to to go from the topic of sex toys to the copy of to to the topic of Bill because those two things are very closely related. Very. You had said to me the other day that you saw um, a note that there was a new uh, E Hollywood story about Bill. Oh or yes. That it was on, and we were both a little flummoxed by this because we hadn't heard anything about it. I think 
It's the same one. It was That's one that I they thought. made in 2002, and they've shown it a couple times since then. So I was doing a little Googling and looking around for it. I saw the article that I think that you had read, which was from Canada, but I don't think this is a separate Canadian. Yeah. It's just maybe yeah. they hadn't shown it in Canada before. But the cool thing is that the version that was from 2002, you can watch on YouTube, all five parts of it. Wow. So I'm going to try and link all those to the blog. So if people want to watch it, they can just go to our blog, and I'll put all five parts in, and people mm -hmm. can watch it to see it. So. Good work. Yeah, so I thought that would be nice. People can find it all in one mm -hmm. place. Also on the topic of um, sex toys, bill, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, this was in an article that we were just reading, and I thought it was so funny. You can actually buy um, a t-shirt that says, I slept with Kirk. Yep. And it's got a, a nice picture. It's actually a drawing, I think, uh, from one of those comic books, one of those mm -hmm. bad comic books. So you can have a t-shirt, and it's in Star Trek official lettering. It says, I slept with Kirk, which is great. But the best part is when you turn it around and what's on the back, because the part, the, ba the back of it says, but who hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> who hasn't? <laughs> and what's really cool is that it's from Cafe Press, and it's from Roddenberry.com. So th that's, you know, Jean's company. Yeah. So... So it's okay for them to so make So it's okay. Things. It's okay for them to it's say. It's legal. It's legal. <laughs> we kind of like those things when they're bootleggy, though. But, yeah, I, you know, I had seen the I Slept With Kurt, but mm -hmm. I'd never seen the But Who Hasn't, which yeah, is very which cool. Yeah, which is, and true, you know, because mm -hmm. it's very true. <sighs> oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Let's see. What else is on the list? Oh, a couple of newsy things. Um... This was reported in Mike Sterling's Progressive Ruin. We love Mike Sterling because he's a Star Trek fan in addition to being a comic book guy. He always reviews all the new toys and things that are out. And he mentioned that you can now get a reproduction from the Mego Museum guys of the bridge set to go with your Mego dolls. Mm -hmm. It costs 60 bucks, But, you know, it's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. It has the captain's chair in the middle and it has the little panels and everything. And it has the little transporter booth on the side where you put your, yes, you put your guy in there. Yes, <laughs> spin, spin him around. That's oh, oh. really good. So Mike Sterling says, uh, I had the original version of this when I was a kid. I need someone out there to keep me from ordering this newly manufactured re-release. <laughs> it was way cool. It came with cardboard view screen images, a captain's chair, and stools. Stools, man! <laughs> there was also this little, little room off to the side, I guess, that was supposed to be a Jeffrey's tube, but I always figured it was a bathroom. Yeah, I know that was weird. And he has edit. The little room isn't the transporter spinner thing. There's a small door right next to the transporter. You can see it sort of pushed inward slightly in the picture above. It has a yellow stripe down the right side. It opened up into a triangular room that used the space in that section of the playset not occupied by the transporter mechanism. So I don't know. Maybe it was a Jeffrey's tube. Or a bathroom. Or a bathroom. Or the captain's fucking room or yeah. something like that. Just we well, need a little private. Time. We know where the captain's recreation room is because <laughs> we identified that many But it's years very, ago. very cool that Mego is doing this. Yes. They're putting it out there. Thank, thank God for Mego. Oh, what would we do without them? Yeah. So that's cool. Um, there was a story about Bill that was printed in, uh, I believe this is a, an Australian newspaper, and it's called A Life in the Day, William Shatner. Mm -hmm. And it's all about what Bill's typical day might be like. And it's interesting that it's written as if Bill was writing it, but I can't tell whether he actually wrote this or he just dictated it to someone. Like I can't imagine he actually sat down at a computer. Oh, no, he just dictates. This. Um, but he, he speaks really well when he's doing it. Um, 
and it talks about he wakes up between 5 a.m. and 7 a.m., which is pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and he says that uh, five or six times a week I try to do some exercise, which usually involves the swimming pool. The exercise is important, you see, because I am trying to develop a six-pack stomach. At the moment, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a 12-pack. He needs a little trim here and there. And, uh, <laughs> yes. So he, he has a, a light breakfast and uh, he says, just for a change, it would be nice to try the scruffy, unshaven look, but that only really works if you're a young guy. The problem is that I have become an old guy, so I have to shave every day. <laughs> an old guy. How did that happen? Really? And then he, he showers and he takes his vitamin. And uh, then he says, uh, after that, I might do some delegating. I am a great delegator. If the fountain isn't working, you know that fountain. Yeah, that's works. splashing the, the Emmys. I get the fountain guy in. If the toilet is leaking, as it is at the moment, I get the toilet guy in. <laughs> so he gets different people in. And he talks about his beautiful wife and how they go and visit the horses. And then he goes to uh, an Italian restaurant and uh, has great dinner. He might go to his office in Los Angeles. Talks about how in love he is with his car, which is an Aston Martin DB7. And we saw and we it. We saw it and we drooled over it and we put some fingerprints on it, I think. Yep. Um, and uh, he says... This is a car to relish. Sitting inside, I'm engulfed by a patina of thankfulness. I've been known to drive a little too enthusiastically. And yes, I have been stopped by the coppers several times. They always call me Bill. Bill, you were driving a little fast there. I always agree with whatever they say, and I always call them sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, I was. <laughs> In the evening, I love, love, love it when my children come to visit. All three of my daughters live close by, and I have five grandchildren. I sit them on my knee and tell them stories. They're probably still a bit too young to fully understand what a fantastic storyteller I am. When they're a bit older, they will appreciate my true value. At the moment, they just think I'm the weird old guy they have to put up with once a week. <laughs> this is interesting. He says, if it's not too late, I'll watch something on TV, maybe sports, news, or a movie. Sci-fi, I'm not too crazy on sci-fi, and I don't like talking. I don't like didactic movies. I like instant entertainment. I'm not surprised. No, not at all. So a, a really nice way for him mm -hmm. to talk about his day. And his day sounds packed. Yes. Just completely packed from morning to night with mm -hmm. all that stuff that he has to do. You were saying, oh, I know what we forgot to mention, the, mm -hmm. the patent trailer Oh, for Boston Legal. Oh, yes, yes. So where did you find the link to that? Was it on the BBS? The I'm movie? pretty sure it was on the BBS. And uh, I just love it I, from the content. Um, for those of you who didn't see it, it's on the blog. It's on the blog. Um, and it's Bill doing the, the famous speech from Patton in front mm -hmm. of the American flag, but mm -hmm. he's doing it for the ABC affiliates. So I'm sure it was you know shown at the ABC affiliates hoo-ha um, <laughs> that they have every late summer to launch their fall season to get everybody all enthusiastic about it but it's it's just really funny and just just bill having a, a great time and you know i was wondering i kind of think because we have had the privilege of seeing bill work and mm -hmm. and you you frequently too now thanks to youtube and things like that can see little clips when the camera is still rolling when he finishes a Priceline commercial, and you begin to realize how much, uh, how good he is at improvising the button at mm -hmm. the end of a, a commercial. And I'm really wondering if that whole thing about the hat 
the helmet that looks like a soup bowl and messes his hair. I think that might be improvised. It, it might well be. It's so funny. I just love the fact that he's up there, he's giving this thing, and Spader just walk, wanders, <laughs> really wanders up there, and he says, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. As if you and I were IMing about this. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like, this was just part of the office at, at, at um, Crane Pool and Schmidt. Yes. And he, Denny just wandered off to do this thing, and, and it was, what did you say, the little room next to the kitchen? Yes. And Spader just wandered in there. It's like, Denny, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you at your desk working on this case that we're supposed to have? Yep. So that was really good. Yes, and it's so great they've been renewed. But you know what I noticed on uh, viewing that a 12 millionth time? Is when Shader, when Shader, when Spader mm-hmm. exits, mm-hmm. you know, he, he has his back to us. He has a very unusual walk, and here's the thing. His right leg kind of swings out really? on every step. Huh. No, his left leg, sorry. Left leg? I'll have to look for You'll that. You'll have to look at yeah. that. We also noticed that Bill looks really good. Yes. He looks like he's been able to keep the weight off, which mm-hmm. is great. And I completely attribute that to his doctor uh, manipulating him psychologically and saying things like, Bill... It's great that you've lost all that weight. Now, most of my patients put it back on pretty quickly, so I just have to warn you. It's a big challenge. It's a big challenge, and if you gain some of that weight back, it's okay. You know, it's tough. I know it's really hard for you, and most people aren't able to keep it off, looking at him meaningfully across the desk. (laughs) Well, you know how the doctor knew to do that? He read his Starfleet Psycho (laughs) file. And it says he can't resist a challenge. Yes. He doesn't like to lose. So that's what I think happens. Mm-hmm. So I think you are very right. If the doctor isn't doing it, Elizabeth is. Some, somebody's She's doing a it. very savvy woman. Yeah. It's saying, you know, it's hard to keep that weight off. Mm-hmm. Most people gain it back. Mm-hmm. Most people. And Bill says, I hate people. <laughs> Somehow I don't think Bill says that. <clears throat> things it though. So it's great. And yep. ho- we'll hopefully see him looking nice and relatively slim for the next mm-hmm. season of Boss Lego. Yes. So a couple more short things. I am on the list for the guy, Bones Rodriguez, who wrote the Captain Kirk's Guide to Women book. And uh-huh. he posts some things that are um, fairly funny. And this I thought was good. Post-Olympics, this was an entry called Michael Phelps versus Captain Kirk. <laughs> Which is very good. And he says, now that Michael Phelps has become the winningest Olympian ever, therefore boldly going where no man has gone before, he must be measured by the yardstick of human male achievement. Captain Kirk. Yay! They both have many things in common. They both like to be topless. (laughs) They both have a strong kick, though Phelps is swimming, Kirk's is flying leg. Mm -hmm. They both yell. Phelps at important moments, Kirk's whenever. Yeah. Assuming that the other planets get NBC and are watching the Olympics, they are both now galaxy-class sex symbols. <laughs> However, while Michael Phelps broke the world record in swimming several times, Captain Kirk broke through the Great Barrier at the center of our galaxy, as well as broke through Warp Speed 10, despite it being a theoretical impossibility. Has Michael Phelps traveled faster than light? No. <laughs> How about faster than possible? No. Has he made out with a green chick? Maybe, but not on TV. It only counts if it's on TV. (laughs) This is true. So, nice try, Michael Flops. But (laughs) Captain Kirk remains the Casanova of the cosmos, the plasma-powered playboy, the warp-speed womanizer. Congratulations on your gold trinkets. I'm sure you've made your country proud. (laughs) I really like the warp-speed womanizer. (laughs) Oh... 
So it's true. Captain Kirk is the, uh, what does he say? The the pinnacle of male achievement? Yes. The yard, measured by the yardstick of human male achievement, Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Serious man crush going on there. Yeah. Do you think Michael Phelps has man crush on Shatner? On Captain Kirk? Who doesn't? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why did I even ask? <laughs> so that's all from my list. Did you want to talk about the game? Okay, this is a, a new game I invented for Yay, us we and like for games. our listeners. I want to tell you where the idea came from. It helps if you move your finger around on the mouse pad, not just it, generally on the computer. The idea came from your head. No, well, uh, yeah, sort of. Okay, so I got one of these joke emails that was actually funny, uh-huh. and it was called, Why Did That Chicken Cross the Road? Oh, I have a real, uh, well, I'm not going to tell it on the show, but I'll tell you later. I have a really bad chicken cross the road. It's show. too foul for this show? yes. Too foul. <laughs> okay. Um, and it had what famous people would respond, and some were uh-huh. funny. And my favorite one was Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> this is going to be funny, I can tell. To die in the rain <laughs> alone. <laughs> that is great. Well, then I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be funny to come up with, like, Captain Kirk's answer and oh, her yeah. answer? But then I thought it would be even more fun. Why? Did Captain Kirk cross the road? <gasps> there are a million answers. Oh, I like that. Okay, so what's your answer? Why did Captain Kirk cross the road? Because he doesn't like to lose. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, I was thinking, because no one had gone there before. Oh, of course, of course. Um, there was a, a, a sexy, half-naked alien woman mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my favorite answer that I came up with. I don't know why, but he paused in the middle for no reason at all. Because risk is his business. Because risk is his business. I was going to say um, because um, Finnegan was waiting for him over the other side. Oh, yeah. He needed to have the shit pounded out of him. <laughs> so I was just thinking, listeners, what I are your like answers? that. That's a great game. I why did that. Captain Kirk cross, cross the, the road? road? Exactly. Yeah. Because there was a Starfleet, Starfleet regulation over there that hadn't been broken yet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's always a reason. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's so really I just good. I just thought that was fun, and uh, so let's let's hear your answers. Homework, homework. Yeah, that's a good homework. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right. Well, I think that's everything of the short stuff on our list. Yes. So let's take a break, and then okay. we're gonna come back and do something else. Okay. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Things Bill wants you to know. Email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. Show notes at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. This entire podcast recorded on an Apple PowerBook with GarageBand. This is TSFPN.com, the sci-fi podcast network. You found the best podcasts in the universe. Okay, so lately we've talked a lot about various crapabilia. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yes. Um, we got an email from our good friend Sean Dickens. Yes. About a particular piece of crapabilia. 
And through it, I found like the mother load <gasps> of crap. So I want to read you the, the email. And it says, look at his nut. <laughs> and then there was the link. And it said, yet another media <gasps> conquered. So now you go ahead okay, and open the link. Can I click the link now? Yes, okay. I want you to see it. For those of you not looking at it, it is a real, it's another Kirk Nutcracker. It's a different Kirk Nutcracker. It's a different one, yes. Oh my God. Oh, and it's not available yet. It's not available until November of 2008. Okay, so you got to pre-order it. Oh my God. And it's, it's made of wood, and it is very, very wooden looking. <laughs> it, it looks like they took the head off Amigo doll. And stuck it on a wooden nutcracker. I'm going to view the larger image here. Yeah, because I want to figure out. Oh, oh that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it big. Click on the view larger image. No, I'm scared. <laughs> How does it crack nuts, though? I don't know. I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Put the nuts in his ass? <laughs> that would be weird. I have absolutely no idea. Okay, so let me read oh, you that is the scary. rest of the email exchange between Sean and myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I wrote to him, and I, said, and I went and looked at the rest of the site, which you and I are going to do in a minute. I said, I was just looking at that site. Man, there is some fucked up shit. <laughs> this is so getting talked about in the next show. And then I said, P.S., but I am seriously thinking about buying the Mirror Mirror Mini Mates. <gasps> They're too funny. Listen to Sean's description of the Mirror Mirror Mini Mates. Oh, those Mirror Mirror Mini-Mates are awesome. I, too, was considering them. Where else can you get an undercover Kirk, goatee Spock, who looks just like James Lipton in that <laughs> likeness, swashbuckling Sulu, peg-leg Duhura, <laughs> and Kevin Wench Marlena, all for under $20. Oh, that's a bargain. Oh, it's a huge bargain. So go ahead and click where it says See All Star Trek. Oh, yep, I got it. And there's like four pages of stuff, and it is it, it is just so, so bizarre. We need to, wow. to go through and talk about some of these things. Oh, they have the thing we were just talking about, the... The set. The Mego Museum set, yeah. Right, right. Um, yep. But what they've done in some cases is match up ones because they just had leftovers. <gasps> yes. So there's like Sulu and the Gorn. <laughs> And and the Gorn looks like what the fuck am I doing here? I'm I'm now looking at the mirror mirror mini mates. I <laughs> yes. have to see them. Wow, <laughs> she is peg like a horror. <laughs> he does look like James Lipton. <laughs> How did you get it to be bigger? All I'm getting is the little picture. I just, it says click on go back to yeah. We have to click on it. Uh huh. And then there's a view larger image thing. Like actually click through. Oh okay. It's, which will take you off the main page. Okay. Yeah, and then say click larger image. Oh, okay. Look at her. <laughs> oh, and she got attitude. She does. Ooh, Spock looks kind of like um. He looks like James Lipton. <laughs> but he also kind of looks like Leonard DiCaprio. <laughs> he does a little bit. Oh, that is too, too, too. Look at funny. the titties on on Uhura and Marlena. I know they're big. Those are <laughs> those are scary. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, he totally nailed that. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, so this is a site for those of you who want to it, look yourself called um, Entertainment Earth. Mm -hmm. um, 
<laughs> if you scroll down a little farther, there's also a mini mate series that has Nurse Chapel. I see that. Who and uh, she and who's ever next to her look kind of like they're dancing. They or roller do look skating. like they're dancing. Actually, roller skating is probably closer to. Let's see who that is. I'm going to click through here. But look at the right below that. The cheap price of the Kirk and Spock Death of Spock figures. How much? That is two it? pack. It's thirty one ninety nine. Wow. Now, that's a really good oh. price. So here's what you get. You're right about them all throwing crap together because what you get is <laughs> um, Captain Picard and a Borg. <laughs> so C- Captain Picard just is a blockhead. He has no hair. Okay? <laughs> Wait, i got to go look at that because that's perfect. <laughs> His head is completely um, tubular. <laughs> he has a tube for a head. Look. <laughs> no, it's a Okay, it's a canister. Okay, so you get a, a canister head Picard and a Borg. You get look at Scotchy. You get Doctor McCoy and Nurse Chapel who are roller skating, yes. as you pointed out. You get Admiral Kirk and Scotty. So that's Admiral Kirk on the top there, mm-hmm. um, wearing the Star Trek II uniform, and there's Scotchy down at the bottom with gray hair and a mustache. But plus, you get another. Uh, oh, you get the other Scotty who's wearing the spacesuit. Yes. Yeah. So you get two Scotchies. Yeah. One considerably fatter than the yes. other. Yes. But the hard one is too funny. <laughs> okay. Canister head. Order these delightful space travelers today. No. Okay. I don't think I am. Okay. What else do we have here? Well, I was telling you there's very, very cheap um, version of the the death scene. Then again, mm-hmm. series six, Chekhov and Charon. Yeah, because we just couldn't figure out how else to get rid of those things. <laughs> Charon is the black and white guy. <laughs> Look at this. Star Trek Captain Picard in chair action figure. How do you reckon he's an action figure if he's sitting in a chair? <laughs> he could get up. <laughs> he could just talk his opponent to death. Well, he could. As he often did. <laughs> As he often did. Well, they were too stunned by his canister. Head. Oh, that's true. Um <laughs> Okay, Star Trek, Star Trek on the next page. Three movie, Krug and Maltz. Oh. With, Who's Maltz? And what is that thing down at the that's bottom? That, um, that's that Klingon dog that oh, Krug had. It looks like a Komodo dragon. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the one that Spock did. Now, there's one where it says, image coming soon. Uh, Johnny Lightning Star Trek <gasps> Icon Collection Wave 1 I set. I have no idea what we that is. We have no idea what that is. I think it's a vehicle. I think you're right. Let's see. Here's a mirror Chekhov action figure. Is it in a, a agonizing book? No, sadly not. Oh, there's he's, the, he's not even screaming. There's the Migo, uh, Hora, and Mugato. <laughs> I gotta click through to that one. I don't think it's it's not Migo, is it? it? They look like Migo figures. Well, they're not the little. They're not mini mates. Okay. Oh, okay. Uhura is twice the size of the Mugato. But they both look like they're posing because they got mm-hmm. their knees up. Yeah. It's like, hey, what's going Uhura's on? Uhura's got lots of energy. Look, you can see <laughs> the crotch of her pantyhose yeah. is hanging down too low. She shrunk them in the wash. And um, I don't remember the Mugatu having an outfit. It was just furry. It was an animal. It was an animal. Well, you know. Maybe it belonged to someone who had it as a pet who liked to dress him up <laughs> like a doll. There's a Star Trek Wrath of Khan Admiral Kirk bust. Oh, so you could just get his head and shoulders, essentially. There's an Amok Time Spock statue, who, and he's holding what looks like 
uh, a piece of PVC. No, it looks like a piece of PVC piping to me. Oh, frankly. okay. Like he's about to go up to the ship and do some work <laughs> in a Jeffrey's tube. I mean, come on, look at that. Okay, scroll down to Star Trek Spock and Tribble's Christmas fabric <gasps> mache oh, statue. Oh, where's that? Ooh, I'm clicking through to the big one now. Oh, look. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to see. The Tribbles are in Christmas presents. Oh. And it's from McCoy. Oh, <laughs> gave Spock triples for Christmas, and Spock's looking at them like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, in a few minutes, he's going to go put on his elf suit so he can sing carols oh. to comatose Captain Kirk. Yeah. You know, I have to say, in this little model, they don't really look like triples; they look like sea sponges. They do. So maybe they're really sea sponges, or um, the the uh, the shower things. Oh, like a loofah? Loofahs. Yep. Thank you. So you can get your... Maybe if a loofah mated with a tribble, or mated with a sea sponge, mm. you'd get... Okay, here's Scotchy and the Keeper. Keeper, yeah. Ooh. That's a good pair-up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the pair-ups are like drinking buddies or something. <laughs> Uhura and, and the Mugatu yeah. out on the town. Yeah. <laughs> Having girls night. I don't know. Ooh, here's Commander Uhura from Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Oh, look at the dance Kirk and the Klingon are doing. Yeah, they're, they're, um, I think they're doing the uh, hippie hippie shake there. Yeah, but, you know, if they move in a little closer, they could close dance and do the foxtrot or something. Let's see. Star Trek icons. Captain Archer bust. They need to get rid of those. Really? Elect- Star Trek deluxe electronic chair Captain Kirk action figure. Wait, where is Again, that? how is that an action figure? <laughs> Why is it electronic? What does it do? <laughs> Does it vibrate? No, I'm just reading the... Who wrote this? What does it say? Star Trek Deluxe Electronic Chair Captain Kirk Action Figure Description. Captain Kirk needs a dinner tray. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it says. It says, lights and sounds. Take unlimited journeys with James T. Kirk at the helm. Journey where no man has gone before with this deluxe edition Star Trek Electronic Command Chair with voice and sound effects. Wow. Okay, do you see right next to it the Amokhtan statue? Um, no, but, you know, I have to say, um, in I'm viewing, just to tell you that in the larger version of Kirk sitting in this chair, he doesn't look like William Shatner at all. He looks like um, Billy Batson Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Yeah. He doesn't look And like, his knees are kind of... His knees are weird. Yeah, those are bad. Okay, okay right next oh, to that. Oh, a buck time? Yeah, I see. Okay, now it's interesting that he's, he has one foot off the pedestal, but because of the way the pedestal is, and he's holding his on wound, uh-huh. his rope thing or whatever, doesn't it look like Captain Kirk is kind of um, trying to put together um, that piece of gym equipment that you walk on? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> The piece of, like, what do you mean? Like the bar, the balance bar? No, this one, where you just walk. The treadmill? Treadmill! Doesn't he look like he's got a piece of treadmill? He's going, what the fuck? How does this go on a treadmill? I was going to say that, to me, he either looks like he's doing yoga stretches, Mm -hmm. or he's a pirate. (laughs) I like the pirate. I like the pirate. Oh, now, we talked about this one before, I think, um... You can now get a very, uh, this is the one Mike Sterling pointed out, a one to four scale figure. So 18 yes. inches tall, which is pretty big. Okay, just below that uh, is the Spock, Spock nutcracker. Yes, I see that. 
Then you can also get the 40th anniversary Amok Time Dr. McCoy statue. It's 85 bucks. Well, because it comes with that piece of the set. A big deal. With the uh, Unless the that gong. piece of the set actually came from Vulcan, I wouldn't pay 85 bucks. No. <laughs> All right, let's see. One more page. What do we have here? Janeway. Next Generation. Star Trek Series 5 Mini Mates case. There's the Nutcracker. There's Kirk and the Klingon doing their hippie shake again. Look at all the action ones in the Minimates Series 2 case. I mean, look at all the the motion they've got in that. They're all sort of like hopped up. Let's see. They're really going on these Minimates, aren't they? Oh, it's out of stock. Oh, but I'm going to Oh, that. look, there's Kirk smirking Kirk <gasps> with a ripped shirt. Oh. It's ripped shirt Minimate Kirk. Wow. With a with canister head Gorn. <laughs> Spock, Uhura wearing earmuffs. <laughs> you can also get a series of mini mates that has canister head Cisco and um, <laughs> canister head uh, Ilya from the, the first movie. Okay. I'm guessing Sulu. Uh huh. This looks an awful lot like Kirk, right? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be Chekhov, though. Oh, Sulu again. Shirtless. And here's Kirk, no different. That's weird. <laughs> You get a spare Kirk. Oh, it's from all those two Kirk episodes. Oh. It's Peep Kirk and Good Kirk. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. These mini-mates people, they know their canon. <laughs> I'm telling you. And you know, folks, on some of this stuff, the price is high, but on some of it, it's about what it should be. It's price, price to move, price. as they say. Oh, good. Here's one where they're doing a musical number. Oh, is that? Yeah, okay. I'm going to look at that Where they're down now. on their knees? Mm-hmm. Okay. Love. So there's, <gasps> it's Kirk from the, the, the Roman Emperor ep- episode. He's got that t-shirt on. Where? Am I looking at the same one as you? That's Kirk? Well, who else would it be? Oh. Uh... Yep, the, you're right. And Glad- there's a, a Klingon singing Mammy. <laughs> I don't know who the guy in the red thing is supposed to be. Okay, I'll tell you who it's supposed to be. Oh, does it tell you? Yeah, there's, it's up above. It says, oh. um. Space Seed Khan. Whoops. Oh. oh, okay. So there's Khan is in there. I guess he's the red shirt guy, right? That's Khan. Uh oh, my, my screen is doing that okay. weird thing again. All right. So you get Space Seed Khan and dress uniform Kirk. So Kirk's wearing his green dress uniform. He's the one, he's on his knees singing Manny. Okay. You get Gladiator Kirk, which is yep. the, right? And Kor, the Klingon. Okay. You get Spock. Ambassador Sarek and dress uniform Spock. So that's supposed to be Sarek back there. Okay. But he doesn't look anything. And then, of course, you get uh, Spock's brain. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 whoever was posing these was having too much fun. I think so. I love it that they're down on their knees. Yeah. Because they look really sincere. <laughs> as they should. And that, that also is out of stock. Oh. Available for order. And then they've got... Uh, Spock and Andorian figure set, and then McCoy and Romulan action figure set. Those are the the Mego dolls. So does this Spock and Andorian one? Well, it says figure. Well, does it come with that um that set piece we see them posing? I don't know. Let's look. Let's just take a look. I'm going to go back to that one that had the the spare Kirk and see who the hell they think it is. Utilizing the original sculpts, these figures range from eight to nine inches tall. Return of 1970-style cloth uniforms. 
Along with their own individual accessories, they arrive in matching retro-style packaging, a.k.a. don't ever take them out of the packaging. More than a throwback to the past, these wonderful characters are a portent of good things yet to come. Go get them, Spock! You receive the impeccably logical Mr. Spock and one of the rarest figures from the original release, the Andorian Soldier. Mm. Ooh. Okay, listen to who they think those are, and I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck they match up with. <laughs> yes. Battle damaged Kirk. <laughs> Battle damaged? That's like a ship, not a person. <laughs> uh, probably because you and I have already TM'd um, Rip Shirt. Mm. So it's Rip Shirt, Kirk, and Gorn. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Cage, Spock, and Uhura. What? Except Uhura wasn't in, in the, the cage. In the cage. Um... Sulu and Chekhov. Okay. Yeah. So that other one is Chekhov. And then the next one is limited edition swashbuckling Sulu and Chekhov. No, I'm sorry, not limited edition. (laughs) Limited swashbuckling Sulu. (laughs) And extremely limited Chekhov. Really? So you get two Chekhovs. And they even pose them both exactly the same. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Battle damaged Kirk and Gorn. The Gorn looks good, though. Yeah, what? Well, yeah. Well, he's got a little thing coming yeah, up, so it's not yeah. quite a complete canister. And Uhura does look like she's wearing earmuffs there. Mm-hmm. The cage, Spock, and Uhura, huh? That doesn't make any sense to Spock me. Spock was not wearing um, science blue in the cage. No. But he did have a man purse, and they got that right. <laughs> Limited swashbuckling. <laughs> that pretty much describes him. Oh, Sulu. that is too funny. I love the smile on his face. Ah. <laughs> I want an agony booth check off. Oh. I would totally buy that if they had that. Especially if you could turn it on and it went, ah, yeah. and, and lights. That and would it. be the one where you put the quarter in the front. That would be great. Right, that was your greatest invention. Yeah. Wow, this is really the mother load of Trek crap. And yeah, and it's called um, Entertainment Earth. Yep. Okay, I thought I saw it on here, but obviously it's gone, or else I saw it somewhere else. But I have to tell you, this is coming out. Oh yeah. In November. Seen it, Star Trek. <gasps> we have to get that. I know. Oh my God, I totally want that right now. Okay, well let's. Why don't you Google it? You have I good will Google foo. I do. And. Uh, for those of you who don't know about CNET, Star Trek, um, CNET is a game that you play where they give you uh, a, a DVD that you pop into your DVD player, and it plays scenes from movies or TV shows, and then you have to identify them usually, and you get questions about who the characters are, or who the actors are, or behind the scenes. It's a lot like Trivial Pursuit, but it's specific to a certain show or a movie mm-hmm. and they've been producing them for a while in fact i bought one of the harry potter ones for a friend of mine who's really into that and she said that she really liked it so let's see here we go seinfeld and star trek trivia games look wait wait if you go down a little further because i googled it too mm-hmm. there was a thing and obviously we've missed it where you could s- submit stuff <gasps> to be in the scene oh, scene it needs your help jeez let's see debuting debuting <laughs> wait, wait. This one is dated just a few weeks ago. I think that's the one I'm looking at. It's um, a blog called Gearlog.com. And no, this, this is Holodeck 3. Okay. Let me read you what it says here. Debuting in spring 2009 to coincide with the new movie is Seen It Deluxe Star Trek Edition for ages 13 and up. 40 bucks. 
Players will enjoy real television and movie clips from all six series and all ten movies. It also includes the Flex Time game board and game DVD with bonus content. And there's a screenshot of it. And, of course, it looks like um, a TNG mm. sort of interface on there with the curvy stuff. Well, here, I'm on Trek Movie, and they covered it. I cannot okay. believe this was not on the Trek um, Today BBS or, or anything but here's the challenge from Mattel uh -huh. to submit your trivia questions. Yes. Well, when... What's the dates and stuff? Oh, now you see, here's a here's a picture. Oh, that looks very cool. Oh, yeah. It looks like they have nice boards and everything. Very uh -huh. Star Trek-y looking. Cool. <laughs> Comments. Ah, Disney. I can now say this about all this Trek stuff coming out. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? <laughs> okay, so now I'm at the Star Trek Seen It site. Which okay. is called, it's just seenitstartrek.com. The final Frontier Challenge. We're looking for a few good questions. Enter your favorite Star Trek trivia questions and you may see them in the upcoming Seen It Star Trek DVD game. This is your chance to make this the best Star Trek game ever. And then, of course, it says, the final Frontier contest has ended. Mm. Please click here to learn more about Seen It coming from blah, blah, blah. Sample question. What planet does the USS Enterprise visit in the original series episode, The Cage? I don't remember. Talus. We were just talking about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Want to want more chances to win other cool prizes? Come back daily and enter a new question. Oh, sorry. So that ended on August 22nd, just recently. Oh. Okay. So let's, let's find out what the thing is going to look like. This is the official thing. Coming soon. <laughs> Looks really good. <laughs> this is great. They're, they're bitching about Mattel's getting them to do their uh -huh. work until somebody posts. Yeah, so what? I mean, it's actually going to be fun painting the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has posted this is a disaster yet? Um, I, I haven't gotten all okay. the way down. So here's what you get. It comes in a collectible tin. You get one DVD, flex time game board, party play. No idea what that means. Four collectible metal tokens, um, which are shaped like little ships. Oh! Very cute. Very Monopoly-esque. 175 trivia cards. 16 prime directive cards. One six-sided die, one eight-sided die, so now we're playing Dungeons & Dragons, and a set of game rules. Cool. I think this is going to be great. I think so, I too. want it now. I want it now. Right now. I wonder if you can pre-order it, pre it on Amazon. I'll have to check. Here we are, doing it in real time. <laughs> what else did these Someone people say? Someone named Spooky said, now that's a little better. Sure beats that Pez crap from a few weeks ago. <laughs> Okay, now they're all bitching about tie-in merchandise. Seen it. Star Trek. <laughs> Farther down. When are those Pez dispensers coming out anyway? <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. So it doesn't look like they have it for pre-order at Amazon yet. And it said that it's coming out whenever the movie comes out, which is whenever the movie comes out, what's that, like oh, May okay. or something of next year? So it's not yet available for pre-order, sorry to say. We're just going to have to wait. But this looks really good. I was kind of wondering when they were going to come out with this. Yeah. 
we're just going to have to be patient. I'm, t I'm sorry, I'm reading some of these. and uh, Are they good? Are they funny? Well, I'm reading the funny ones as I get to them. Oh, okay. A lot of them are bitching about that the contest is only um, open to U.S. citizens. Hmm. Oh, well, here's someone. This is interesting. I saw this at Comic-Con, and they had some sample questions out, and they were pretty specific. Even for a diehard like myself, I had to really think about the answers, a couple which I couldn't for the life of me remember. Huh. That's cool. Wow, they now have a version of CNET for your mobile phone. The Star Trek CNET? Just CNET in general. Wow. That's kind of cool. Well, so Trek fans, you can go right now to um, Earth Entertainment or Entertainment mm -hmm. Earth and order Rip Shirt Battle Damage Kirk and um, Canister Head Picard. Uh-huh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, Peg Leg Uhura. <laughs> And you can start saving up to get your Senate and your Pez. Mm -hmm. I want those Pez dispensers. Yes. I really like it. I'm so glad. You know, it's funny. The, the mini mates that I have that my friend Logan bought for me, um, so it was Kirk and then um, Vina. Mm -hmm. They are not listed here. So I'm guessing that with the mini mates, they only do certain ones at a time. They, and they do like a limited run and then that's yep. it. And then they never have Yeah, and then they do different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I got that. So, lots of cool, fun track craft there. And there's probably going to be a ton of stuff out for Christmas, I'm guessing, in anticipation of the movie opening. Oh, yeah. You know, just to ramp up the mm -hmm. excitement about it. When is the movie opening? It's supposed to open in the spring now, and I don't know the exact date. Okay. Well, I figure, okay, that I, I accidentally did hear one spoiler, and it made me shudder, and I'm not going to pass it on. Um, but I figured that gives me some time to finish up this rather uh, not lengthy but just been sitting around for a long time academy story before mm -hmm. they put out their academy canon and totally fuck my brain so mm -hmm. I can't write that anymore that sounds good so that's my plan yeah the longer they put it off the better <laughs> well I, I can't remember if I mentioned this the last time we did our show but I read an interview with Kevin Smith where he was talking about things he's seen recently and he's seen the Watchmen movie which is this new comic mm -hmm. movie he said it was great and he also saw the Star Trek movie what there is of it so far and he says it's great really he really liked it so for what that's worth okay you know okay. He's, he's a Star Trek geek big time and if he liked it okay, okay. that bodes right. well all right okay <laughs> um do we want to do one more short segment or is this the show we can do more Okay, why don't we take a break and then oh, we'll come back to okay. another segment. Oh, oh, I'm intrigued now. Okay. okay. Cue the music. found a game we can play because we couldn't wait for seeing it to come out in six months or yeah. however long yeah this is called 20q star trek and 20q is a site that has 20 questions about lots of different topics and star trek is one of the topics that they have questions about so it's 20q.net and this is slash star trek so well, should we explain what 20 questions is how you play oh, the, what game? the game 20 questions is yeah yeah it's basically 
you think of something and the other person has to try to figure out what you're thinking of and you get 20 questions and they usually start out very broad and then you narrow it down by mm-hmm. asking questions. So the classic version is, is it animal, vegetable, or mineral? And then you go from there. Yeah. Am I a fictional character? Yeah. Am I alive? Yeah. Am I a man? Am I... And it's got to be yes, no questions. Right. It all has to be yes, no questions. Right. So it says, welcome. Pit your knowledge against the formidable 20Q artificial intelligence. Think of a sentient being, place, or thing from Star Trek, and the 20Q AI will read your mind by asking questions. Ha ha. If you suggest an object question or stump 20 questions, check back in a few days to see if what you were thinking of has been added. We need your expertise to help train and shape this new AI. Ooh. So, what shall we think of? Oh, what would be a good one? Uh. Uh. Oh, come on. You want to, I mean, the obvious thing would be to think of Kirk or one no, of the women that no, he slept no. with. <laughs> we could think of his um, his dead nephew. No, um, his live nephew. There Peter? Peter? Okay, let's do Peter. Peter Kirk? Yeah. Is it a sentient being, place, or thing? Being? Being. Okay. Please wait. Has it ever considered leaving the Enterprise? Now, our choices are yes, no, irrelevant, unknown, sometimes, rarely, maybe, doubtful. I think it's irrelevant. I totally think it's irrelevant. Okay. It's thinking. Has it ever been beamed aboard the Enterprise? Yes. And the options are also the same on this one. Oh, yes. Okay. Rarely, sometimes, blah, blah, blah. Thinking, thinking. Oh, and it's great. As it does its name, as it's thinking, it puts the names of characters that it's thinking about. I just saw James Turk go by. Has it ever been caught lying? That's irrelevant, isn't it? Well, it's unknown. Okay, unknown. Okay. Thinking, thinking. Would it feel out of place on Earth? Who wouldn't? I guess I would say no. Yeah. I think what they're searching for is, is it an alien? Yeah. Okay, so we'll say no. How many questions Thinking. Has it ever used the holodeck? No, no, there isn't one. Thinking, thinking. Is it a humanoid? Yes. yes. Thinking, thinking. Is it as commanding as Picard? <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> really? Would Spock find it fascinating? No. No. Not, nobody would find it fascinating. <laughs> would it make a good captain? No. no. Is it hot? <laughs> How do they mean that? <laughs> like in the Paris Hilton way or? Like temperature-wise? I'm or, probably. Or temp- stolen? <laughs> <laughs> in any case, the answer is no. no. All around. <laughs> That's okay. too funny. Is it always getting into trouble? Irrelevant. Irrelevant. They're, they're trying to match up Harry Mudd there. Yeah. Is it cooperative? It's, it's unconscious the whole time. So I'm going to put unknown. Except for that cut scene at the end. Which we hate. Does it lead a complicated life? What does that even mean? Well, it just lost both its parents and its other brothers from the... Did you lose your mic? Are, have you not been plugged in? Oh, that's okay. Just keep going. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'll fix it. Okay, I would say it's unknown on the complicated life. Yeah. Okay. Is it involved in a romance with a crewmate? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. 
How many questions have you done, you stupid thing? Has it received advanced training in its field? No. It's irrelevant. Is it no or irrelevant? It doesn't have a field. Is it a traitor? Uh, not as far as we know. It's just a little kid who grows up to be gay. <laughs> Could it be trusted with a phaser? Uh, no. No? I wouldn't trust a little kid with a phaser. Is it mechanically inclined? Unknown. Is it a veteran among its group? No. What's its group? Thinking. I'm guessing that it is Harcourt Fenton Mud. Uh, yes, no, or close. No. No, loser. Not. See, I knew they were looking for mud. Oh, then it goes on. Is it peaceful? Irrelevant. Has Picard seen it? No. No. I am guessing that it is Charles Evans. That's getting closer. That's closer, but still, still no. no. Does it prefer to work alone? Irrelevant. It doesn't work. It's a little kid. Did it take the Starfleet Academy entrance exam? No. Not as far as we know. Well, it's a little kid at that yeah. point. I am guessing that it is Cyrano huh. Jones. You're so wrong. Cyrano Jones was never on the Enterprise, was he? Nope. Oh. Well, he did have to go. No, he was going to pick no. them all up on the space station. Yeah. Is it in the United Federation of Planets? Irrelevant. Would you be afraid to shake its hand? <laughs> no. Does it have an interesting name? Peter. No. Is it a specialist in its field? Irrelevant. Is it usually with the landing party? <laughs> I would say no. It's never with the landing party. I'm guessing that it's David Marcus. Oh, no, but that's but It is getting close. Well, then, if we say close, it's going to guess Carol. Let's see. I'm guessing that it is Eric Soong. No. No. Not even. What were you thinking? Okay, oh. and here it lists some. Okay. Amanda Grayson. Uh-huh. Elizabeth Tucker. Lizzie. Must be TNG or something else. Janice Lester. Mm -hmm. Naomi Wildman. Mm -hmm. Peter Kirk. There you go. Okay. Henry Starling. Roberta Lincoln. Nancy Crater. Porthos. Lazarus. Molly O'Brien. George Samuel Kirk. Spot. Jillian Taylor. Alexander. Joaquim. Okay. I'm putting in Peter, Peter Kirk. Kirk. Hey, we stumped it. Well, yeah, but then it's going to say, wah. well, this is why your answer, your, you didn't do our questions right. What's it say? What were you thinking? Then it says... <laughs> what? Well, okay, it says, what were you thinking? Then it lists Peter Kirk, a filter mask, the providers, a bunch of other things, and then not listed. Here I put Peter Kirk, and then you can click search, and then it says your comment, submit. I don't know what the hell that means. Okay, let's do search. I don't know what that means. Okay, let's do submit. Okay. Let me read this. So this was the original post at trekmovie.com. It says, play Star Trek 20Q online. As reported from the licensing expo last week, radical... <gasps> what? I'm wondering if my data files are corrupted. You win. Of you course. are Peter Kirk. Of course we win. Of course we, we win. to lose. 
<laughs> they're working on a Star Trek version of their popular handheld mind-reading game 20Q. But you don't have to wait until the game is in stores. You can play a version of the game online at a new website launch today. This was in June. And you will help make the programmed AI for the handheld version even smarter. The object of the game is for the player to think of a sentient being, place, or thing from Star Trek. Then 20Q starts asking questions, to which the player responds with yes, no, maybe irrelevant, don't know, and other answers. 20Q wins if it guesses your selection at 20 questions or less. The player wins after 20 questions, although the game tries to keep guessing after that. Oh, so we won. To help design the game and to teach artificial intelligence engine teach the artificial intelligence engine that runs the device more about Star Trek is inviting fans to visit and play the online version. By playing, you are helping teach the AI about Star Trek, which will eventually make the handheld game better. The folks at Radica Mattel tell Trek Movie that they want to get one million games played online before they feel the AI has learned enough to be ready for the handheld version. So, like the Borg, M5, and V'ger, it is evolving, adapting, and getting better. Ah. Uh, do you win a prize if you're the millionth game? The online AI is actually pretty smart already. When my family and I played, 20Q was able to guess our answer and win 80% of the games played. Really? It is amazing how good the game is already at guessing even the most obscure references. However, it does have some learning to do, and this is where you come in. So, there you go. Yeah. I wonder how many games it's played now. I wish there was a thing I telling you. I don't know. Yeah, it, it would be nice if it says that. But it doesn't. All it says is play again. Well, people, get out there and, and do your part for Star Trek education. Yeah. Go play some 20Q. And see if you can beat it, because we beat it, and we weren't even trying that hard. Uh, <laughs> frankly. Frankly. <laughs> I mean, I could go through that cool binder that you got me and pick out some really obscure character. Mm-hmm. So. Stevens. Yeah, in but anything, he's not there. I don't think he's there. Or Cliff. Who's Cliff? To Cliff, well oh. done, Captain Kirk. <laughs> or Sam. Sam, yeah. The, the trainer. The trainer. The Kirk's personal trainer. Well, that was pretty fun. So, yeah, you guys, go and play this game and tell us uh, if you beat it or what you were thinking of or something like that. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. It's pretty fun. And um, let's see what else. We want your answers to why did Captain Kirk cross the road. Right. Very important. <laughs> and whoever is going to go to Shotfest, uh, let us know. We, we definitely have to have, to have some on-site reporters there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that about wraps it up. So maybe next time we'll do an episode because we haven't done yeah. one of those for yeah. a while. Yeah. 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 That would be good. Uh, and yeah, till next time, keep looking at his butt.